praise the matchless, miraculous, let's get excited, exalted name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus is so good. He's awesome. He's better to us than we are to ourselves. By grace, grace are we saved. By grace are we alive. By grace are we protected. By grace are we blessed. We greet you in the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, and if you can't say anything else, say Jesus. That, that name, there's power in that name. Tonight I want to deal with a really familiar passage of Scripture. I'll give you context. We're in John chapter 2, St. John chapter 2, the first sign, the first miracle that Jesus did. And I want to, uh, my title is Schedules, Schedules. God makes us meet his schedules. He doesn't meet our schedules, just schedules. And let's look at the fact that John... John's objective is to prove that Jesus is God. Uh, Matthew is to prove that he's Messiah King. Mark is to prove that he's a servant. Luke is to prove that he's the Son of Man. But St. John, he's God. God the Son. And uh, he's deity. It's when humanity, Isaiah 9, 6, and deity, amen, divinity, kissed into one. So here we are at a familiar passage of scripture, the wedding at Cana, the wedding at Cana. And the Bible says that there was a wedding at Cana and Mary, Jesus' earthly mother, uh, and Jesus and his disciples, all of them got invitations, went to the wedding. Now let me stop, pause, and park, because the first thing I want you to know is that uh, Jesus was invited to be there. And he wasn't asked to do anything. He was invited to be there. And we see an invitation to his presence. Now let me stop Paul's Park. God schedules a deep. He brings things into our lives without telling us. He allows things to pop up with any without indication. And you gotta that's that's part of this meaning to live by faith. Faith makes adjustments to whatever's going on. Faith, faith in Christ, faith in Jesus, faith in his direction, faith in his discernment, faith, faith, faith in him helps us to make these changes depending on what's going on. So the first thing, he, he gets an invitation and we see an invitation of his presence. Now let me stop pausing, boy. Make sure in your life, schedules, that's our title, that you and I are making room for his presence. His presence, his presence. We oftentimes will agree to do things, go places, and, and you know, be about different things. There's nothing wrong with that as long as it's not sinful, but his presence. And Jesus has been invited to the wedding, him and his disciples. And then his mother Mary comes to him and says, they have no more wine. And Jesus looks at Mary like, I didn't come here for that. Uh, woman, what am I to do? 
my hour, my hour, I was only born for my hour. My hour, his hour was the cross. My hour has not yet come. And then we shift gears and we move from the invitation of his presence to something unique. Amen. And we, we start to see an indicator of his person. Because here's what Mary says to the servants. Whatever he tells you to do, do it. Now, now let's stop pausing part. Wow. Now, he just told Mary, I didn't come here for this. <laughs> I came here just to attend the wedding. But now they have no wine. And when we're out of wine, wine in scripture speaks of joy. When we're out of joy, we need to pay attention to his presence. Hey, they, they have no wine. They have no wine. We, we, we see the invitation of his presence. I'll never leave you nor forsake you. I will always be with you. And, and then we see an indicator, Lord have mercy, of his person. Whatever he tells you to do, do it. Now, for Mary to say that, Mary already knew he was God. Mary already, because you know, she birthed him. She saw the three wise. I mean, she saw the wise men. She saw the, they, they saw the angels. You know what I mean? She said, whatever. And, and, and I think we need to start living by a faith that said, whatever Jesus says, we ought to carry out and do it. He's trustworthy. Lord have mercy. Everybody ain't trustworthy. So, we see that indicator of his person, and then we see the indulgence of his power. He says, now, now, now get this, to the servants, there were six water pots for purification, 20 to 30 gallons apiece. Fill the water pots up with water, with water. They were water pots, fill them up with water. And then he tells the chief servant, I want you to take this cup and dip in the water and take it to the groom. Take it to the chief servant. Dip dip in the dip in the water and and now we're seeing his power. Because miraculously the water became wine only as it was dipped. Faith in your prayers, faith in what you're looking for, only takes place when you dip in the water. See, the water didn't make sense. Well, if I dip in the water, I'm going to get water. No, dip in the water, you're following his instruction. And they said, and the, and the chief servant comes out and says, you know what, everybody puts the best wine out first. And then when that runs out, they, they give them the watery stuff. But you have, Lord have mercy, you've held on with the best wine for last. That, that, that means when Jesus' presence, person, and power is evident in our lives, what God is going to give you last is going to be better than what he gave you first. Lord have mercy. And, 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 and listen to this. So everybody was overjoyed because now they got six water pots of wine 
that nobody ever tasted. Like, you know, nobody ever tasted that type of wine. And that's what Jesus does. He can give us joy at the last hope, which will exceed the first hope. Uh, he can give us a joy that passes all understanding. He can give us a joy that makes us forget our problems. But you got to be in his presence. You got to see his person. And you got to understand his power. And then that leads to the purpose. The purpose for this whole scenario, listen, was so the disciples would believe. Think about what God is miraculously doing in your life just so you will believe him. He may have to let you get sick to heal you. He may have to let you get a little poor to, to bless you. He may have to allow conflict and confusion to iron it out. And, and, and they, they came away persuaded. And listen, what he did, he accomplished his purpose. He wasn't there to turn water into wine, to bless a wedding. He was there for those disciples to believe that he was Messiah King. Lord, Kyrios, God, God the Son, Son of God. And that's what he does in our lives. He wants to keep doing things to increase our faith. He wants to keep doing things so we have a confidence, even in our conflict. He wants to rest our souls from being rattled. Satan wants to rattle you. And that's why uh, the, the Bible says in Isaiah 54, no weapon that's formed against you shall prosper. That is, God is your peace. Thou will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed glued on him. Why? Because he trusts him. There's some episodes in my life that God wants me to trust him. It was very hard. It was like a repeated worry, a repeated breakdown, a repeated lack of faith. So God will lead you to John chapter 2 to say, take note of my presence. Take note of my person, of my power. Take note of my persuasion. Take note of my purpose. It's always to help us to believe. And he said to Thomas and John, I think it's John chapter 20, he says, uh, John, he, he came to the upper room, and Thomas, he said, put your hand in my side and put your hand in my nail print. And Thomas, because Thomas had already said, unless I see him, I won't believe. And when he felt his nail print, he said, my Lord and my God. And Jesus said, Thomas, you believe because you have seen. Blessed are those that have never seen me and yet believe. Let's... Deal with schedules. What is God's schedule in your life? What is God doing in your life? How is God transforming your faith in your life? Be determined. Stand still and say, oh no, I believe God. 
with all this stuff coming at me, with all the conflict, with all the confusion, I'm going to be still and know that He is God. New wine, new joy, new praise, new purpose, new presence, new power. Wow, new persuasion. Paul said, I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor any other thing shall be able to separate me from the love of God that's in Christ Jesus. There are no separations here. Romans 8. Be still. Get on his schedule and not beg him to get on yours. Schedules. God bless you.